Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. I'm your host, Yitz Epstein. I'm a narcissistic abuse life coach. And today, I'll be talking about cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance is a symptom of narcissistic abuse, and not just narcissistic abuse, but many forms of dysfunctional relationships that don't allow for transparency. Cognitive dissonance occurs when a human experiences a state of holding two or more contradictory thoughts or beliefs in their cognition at one time. The result is a state of anxious confusion and a desire to reduce the resultant overwhelm and unbalanced perception. When there's a lack of connection or transparency in a relationship, when there's avoidance, when there's addiction, when there's abuse, there's usually a sort of not facing the full reality of the situation. This is usually done because facing it would be too difficult and ultimately may cause more pain, perhaps break down the relationship completely. With narcissistic abuse, the victims of narcissistic abuse are usually in a perpetual state of denial, as are the narcissistic abusers, but victims usually are in denial because they they don't want to see their abuser as a perpetrator. They're trying to hold on to that idealized uh, image they have of their abuser. Almost like clockwork, victims of narcissistic abuse have a fragmented sense of their reality. They're usually not necessarily seeing reality from a full, uh, really healthy clarity and perspective. Because of the actions and words that are not aligning, that are not aligning in their abusers, they're not adding up. They don't. Uh, they're not fluid. They're not. Uh, connected necessarily, they're usually split. Victims are often profoundly lost and with little little ability to grasp their reality with clarity. The gaslighting and silent treatment is an attack on the truth. It's essentially an attack on the victim's ability to discern what is real and what is not. It's a, 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 a techniques used to uh, force victims to second guess themselves and ultimately throw them off from seeing the reality of the re- relationship abuse. The cognitive dissonance one experiences is because there's a split between between one's personal truths and the lies that the mind believes. Now, these lies that victims believe are oftentimes told to them. They're brainwashed. They're manipulated. But they're oftentimes created by the victims. For example, victims may brainwash themselves, may actually gaslight themselves and tell themselves, oh, it's okay, or, or make excuses, which is another form of gaslighting yourself for uh so that they really can hold on to this bond, the relationship, because the relationship is more important than the actual happiness or uh, or transparency or actually uh, really enjoying of the relationship and connecting on a on a on a on a in a healthy way. Really, the bond is what they're looking to hold on to, usually because of a sense of abandonment and wanting to feel safe, uh, no matter what the price is that's being paid. Because victims are often blamed for what the narcissistic abuser does, this is the sort of blame shifting where they blame victims for their own uh, uh, victimhood, for their own uh, being abused. Narcissistic um, abusers essentially force victims to look within themselves and find out what they did to deserve to be treated this way and ultimately uh, force the, the narcissist into a narcissistic rage. This is part of the abuse where narcissistic abusers want their victims essentially to um, to keep the keep the the spotlight off of the cause and really start looking within, a very cruel ca- tactic because ultimately speaking, uh, it forces victims to change and become 
more sharper sources of supply and really uh, manipulates victims to work on themselves, thinking that they're working on the relationship. And uh, in reality, they're really working to please their narcissistic abuser. They will not be able to identify what is wrong within and will oftentimes make up a reason or a lie that it was their fault covering for the narcissistic abuser. And this is especially destructive and chaotic for children of narcissistic parents because they may literally gaslight their entire existence to avoid holding the parent accountable. They will be so confused as their own minds have, own minds have been turned against them. It completely crushes the child's ability to develop a sense of self. And this is where you oftentimes see intergenerational narcissistic abuse because the child is so crushed that they're forced to develop a false identity, slip into this false identity, and live into this illusory false self, um, which um, ultimately is unsustainable and oftentimes gets perpetuated onto others in the form of narcissistic abuse as well. Children are often extremely... Uh, use extreme intellectualization to rationalize their abuser. They even simply enter into a state of denial in order to avoid facing and dealing with the truth that would actually clarify the dissonance. So the cognitive dissonance will be um, essentially clear, uh, d dissolved with clarity, with, with facing the truth. But because the truth is too painful, oftentimes victims choose uh, to, to essentially enter into the state of denial. Many victims feel guilty for facing the truth as it would implicate their abuser, and so they learn to just deal with the chaos of the mind and remain in this cognitive dissonance state and oftentimes self-destruct. A couple of tips when dealing with cognitive, cognitive dissonance after narcissistic abuse. Firstly, victims who are coming out of this fog are going to need validation, a sort of a third party which acts as a witness to the abuse. Um, it, allow, it allows the victim to start to really uh, get, a, get a bearing on what really is going on here, um, kind of bring them back to themselves and their, their own intuition. Cognitive dissonance is difficult to give up because we often feel lost and out of control. The ego doesn't like this loss of control and therefore letting go of the illusion is scary. It's almost like an ego death. And the ego does not want to die, obviously. Um, so it holds on to this, 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 these illusions, which is why the victims oftentimes stay in the abuse, because it would be too catastrophic to face the uh, truth. It may tear apart their entire sense of self and identity that they have, they have oftentimes built based on the relationship. It takes time to work through all the chaos and gain clarity. Take it easy on yourself. Allow the truth to come to you when you are ready to hear it. If you try to take it all on at once, you will overwhelm yourself and oftentimes be much more hurt. Don't rush the process. You will be delivered the information that you can process and handle at the time. Just face it, slowly face it, allow yourself to uh, take bite-sized pieces out of, the, out of the illusion and ultimately it'll crumble when you are ready in the stages you are ready at the time you are ready so you can handle it and ultimately um, completely and entirely take, take control of your reality and really get back to the, the uh, the, the clarity and the, the, the um, authenticity and the transparency that you need in order to live the best, your best life. Cognitive dissonance um, usually stems really from, from the splitting of, of, of having a parent have such confusing actions and behavior and then words which are not adding up. This really does a number on the mind. It's important to understand the catastrophic effects that this has on the human condition. Coming out of denial, facing one's reality is never easy because what it means is that they have to f let the people, the ideas of the people who they loved and cared for oftentimes crumble, revealing the monsters and abusers that these individuals might have been. 
If you are struggling with this issue and you're trying to gain clarity and healing in your life, please do reach out. I offer coaching. I use a mind map therapy system that helps you get clarity. It maps out your wounds. It allows you to see the structure of your life so you can really identify the full context of your abuse and how it was abuse and how you were mistreated and ultimately how to work through the the, the chaos and heal. I can be reached at yitz, Y-I-T-Z, at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Till next time, all the best.